Welcome to episode 107. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. This particular podcast was recorded on Halloween, Beltane, Samhain, full moon, in Taurus, um, trining, Hecate, Isis, Lilith. <laughs> it's beautiful energy and there's been this feel, especially at this time of year for many of us, there's this feel around the reclamation of the aspect of self that is like medicine woman, or there's this like remembering, or there's this call or this curiosity to the witch, to the medicine woman, to the, the mysteries, the magic, the what more is there? Um, is this real? Can, can I do that? Are those capacities um, something that, that I might have in me that I've not, that I've just not woken up to. Um, and this episode, we kind of go into that. We explore and I kind of share what I have experienced and witnessed and observed in women reclaiming this aspect of self. So in women diving into the reclamation of their inner witch, of their inner medicine woman, the reclamation of all of the gifts and the aspects that come in this territory. It's, it's a, gosh, what can I say about this episode? Talk about the witch wound. So talk about kind of the unseen unconscious material that might be sitting there that is preventing us from doing the thing that we're really called to do from opening up to the gift that might be sitting just beneath the surface like oracle capacities psychic capacities hands-on healing capacities other medicine woman capacities other witch capacities and you don't even have to call them witch capacities other just almost esoteric gifts or out there gifts or woo-woo gifts or otherworldly gifts. And really it's just human potential. It's just, it's just an aspect of a potential for us to open to, for us to move into. So this episode is also in dedication to those who have walked before us. And I don't want to go too much into that. I will let you dive into the episode. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's it for our intro today. Just enjoy, enjoy this conversation and allow it to bring up whatever it brings up for you and awaken and enliven whatever it happens to awaken and enliven in you. All right, enjoy. We don't get to see the mysteries until we're ready to see the mysteries. We don't get to see esoteric gifts in ourselves or even in others until we're ready. That's a wild truth. It's a wild truth. So just feeling into that. We don't get to see it until we're ready to see it, until we have the capacity to hold it, to witness it, um, to just be amidst it. We don't. And you feel this energy in our world of, of, of seeking or of hearing about miraculous things happening or hearing about these spiritual powers or hearing about these witch gifts or psychic gifts or oracle gifts or gifts of healing or 
um, you name it, gifts of like awakening powers, kundalini awakeners and priestesses, whatever, whatever, insert word into there. And there's this energy of seeking, 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 seeking. Um, and there's a, hmm, there's like a, a, I'm trying to bring words to this. Some of you might be able to relate and you can share comments around how this was for you or how this might be for you. There's almost this skepticism, like seeking through the skepticism. And it's almost as if the mind, the logic is fighting something that the deeper part of self is longing for or the deeper part of self or deeper wisdom centers knows to be true. So there's this like battle that happens inside for many, this battle that happens inside where it's, I, I don't believe it, but I'm still seeking it. I don't, my mind can't wrap itself around it that people have these capacities, that people have these powers, that there are genuine midwives, that there are genuine priestesses, that there are genuine energetic healers, that there are genuine oracles. Can't wrap or fathom that, but yet there's still something in us that is like calling us to that or is curious about that or um, <laughs> wants to know about that. And that just feels important to call out and to name and to come back to what we just started on is we don't see it until we're ready to see it. We don't see it until we're ready to see it. That is just a very high truth, right? It's, it's, you can even go make this as mundane as you want to. I don't see yellow Corvette car driving down the road until my mind holds the intention to see yellow Corvette car driving down the road. I can't see, I don't see it. It's not in my awareness. Now that's super mundane. And then there's eight other levels to talking about these esoteric gifts because it's not that I don't believe that there are yellow Corvettes. I just don't have my radio dial tuned into seeing yellow Corvettes. But now imagine on top of that, you don't believe that there are yellow Corvettes in the world. So now not only are you not tuned into which capacities, you know, otherworldly, spiritual, esoteric gifts, whatever we want to call this, not only do we not have our radio dial tuned into it, we don't believe that it exists. We don't believe that it exists. There's this really wild little parable about, and I will totally botch this, and I totally get this wrong. I always get these sort of things wrong. I just can never find the right words to, to, to repeat a parable or repeat a little story. But it was like, when, I'm just gonna use pilgrims, right? We're getting close to Thanksgiving here in America. I'm just gonna use, um, like pilgrims or the, the Europeans coming over to America. And when Native Americans, there's this, it's a story, so just don't light me up for this. I'm not in the mood to be lit up for using the wrong words. I just, I do not, I'm not in the mood, so don't. I say this with deep reverence for all human beings and we're good. So when Europeans are coming across on the boats, Native Americans had never seen a boat before. And 
could not see the boat. Like, could not, and it doesn't matter if this is not a true story, but you can just sort of feel it. Like, could not see the boat because boats did not exist. Boats did not exist. But the psyche could not handle that, that boats existed. And literally, it was, they were like on the shore. People were coming off of the boats before it was like, oh shit, what is this? And, and so just take that little parable for, for what it's worth. Take that and, and feel into a time in your life, because we could deny this until the cows come home. Like, yeah, 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 I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't, I don't deny magic right in front of me. I don't deny synchronicity that happens right in front of me. I don't deny someone else's esoteric gifts. I don't deny my own esoteric gifts, which we're going to get to in a minute. I don't do that. So this is that part where I'm always asking us to be so radically honest, not judging ourselves for it because then we'll block it and lock it up even more, but just being so really honest and thinking back to a time when you know, you believed something to be true, you couldn't see something, and then all of a sudden the whole, the whole dynamic shifted, changed, and it like turned it upside down on its head, and you were going, oh my god, the paradigm that I was living in is now no longer true. What I believed has been proven wrong has been, I've been proven, it's been proven to be not true. I was a scientist for a good long time in my life, right? Microbiology, chemistry. And now I do this. So I understand skepticism and I understand this whole world not existing because I was that. I understand that to a degree that is extraordinarily strong in me, right? This realm, this world did not exist. These capacities in another human being was not real. It was fairy floss, fluffy la-la, it was woo-woo, it was out there. Right? I get it, because I lived it, and then it started happening to me. So I didn't believe it until it started happening to me. The weird stuff started happening, and it was, Oh, there might be something else. There might be a bit more to being human. There might be other capacities that have just not become, that have just not come online in me and in others. And so thinking about these dormant capacities, and this is science-based, so we are operating at, I, I don't know what the percentage is, right? Every study will be different, but like we operate, us humans operate at like 10% of our capacity, 10% of our capacity. Now imagine if, if we, we came online, imagine if we came online, it's, it's literally just a different wiring. Imagine if we didn't live in a world that was so focused on left brain, logical, rational, making money, um, whatever other focuses our different cultures have. What if it was on human potential? What if our focus, what if our our, the focus that was on us as babies or the focus that we put on our children is allowing them and giving them an environment that allows them to blossom to their fullest potential? 
their fullest potential, letting all of their gifts as esoteric, as weird as they are, all of those gifts to come online, all of them, right? All of them, their capacity to speak to the other, to the other world, their capacity to see ghosts, their capacity to have dreams, prophetic dreams that come true. They're, what if, what if we nurtured that? What if we supported that? What if you grew up in a way that that was supported in you? That was nourished in you from a little one. That was nourished, right? The other worldly or seemingly witchy gifts or witchy skills was normal. This is just part of being human. Imagine where we would be living at. Imagine your life or your children's lives. Imagine the kind of environments that we would need to support that. Imagine the kind of changes that would need to happen to support that. And, and I think about, fuck. I think about medicine women, right? And, I think about medicine women. I think about the wisdom that is kept and held in the feminine. And I think about the cycles, the natural cycles, the birth-death cycle. I think about this connection to nature. I think about intuition. I think about deep knowings. I think about body wisdom. How many of us are completely disconnected from our hearts, from our wombs? How many of us are completely disconnected from, from our body's wisdom, right? Our emotional intelligence. We were, most of us were trained to deny our emotions or to not read the intelligence in them. Like they're constantly telling us, constantly delivering wisdom, constantly delivering guidance, constantly delivering guidance for most of us, we've jammed them up so bad that they're all like twisted. And so an emotion comes and you're just like, well, I don't know if this is from today or if this is from 10 years ago because I still haven't cried out this stuff from 10 years ago or 20 years ago or from my childhood, right? So we don't have necessarily these, um, these like operating systems. Like it's an operating system that, that, that are just, they, they're just not online or they need an upgrade or they need a clean out. And to me, that's what, that's what like this honoring of, part of this honoring of this time, this, this time, this, the, 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 and it doesn't even have to be feminine. So it was beautiful because we've been posting on Instagram for today around this full moon, around um, Samhain, around Beltane, around, you know, there's this image that's been going around. So for those of you on social media, there's this beautiful, amazing piece of art that's been going around of, and it gets you and it's like, the witches on a stake. And if you haven't seen it, go to our Instagram account. You'll see it's the last post that we just made. Um, and a beautiful man left a comment under there and he goes, you know, the witch wound isn't just specific to women. And so I want to honor that as well. And then I want to talk a little bit more about it. I want to talk a little bit more about how this shows up in our lives. How, hmm. So I think I titled this, and the title might be different when this comes out as a podcast, but before going live, I think I titled this The Burning of the Witches in Our Psyche. So the burning of the witches in our psyche, um, the witch wound in our psyche. So, so I wanna talk about this, the burning of the witches in our psyche. 
And I do not want to get stuck on facts and figures, and I do not want to argue about that. I do not care. I saw something else today. Like, there were no witches burnt in Salem. I don't give a shit. I don't care about the facts. It, it, this, to me, I'm interested in going deeper than the facts. I want to go into, I don't really care what exactly happened. It doesn't matter to me. It could matter to other people. That's beautiful. I totally respect that. But to me, it's, I don't care what happened. It's what has that done to the psyche? What has that done to our psyche is that we are still holding on to fear around the embodiment and expression of some of these gifts, the embodiment and the expression of some of these gifts. So what has the witch trials, the burning of the witches, the drowning of the witches, the caging of the witches, all of that stuff, where is that still sitting in the collective consciousness? Where is that sitting in my ancestral lines? Where is that sitting in my like past life line? Where is that still influencing me? That's what I want to talk about here. That's what I want to bring up to the surface on this new moon. That's what I want to illuminate on this new moon is how is that unconsciously affecting what we do and do not do in this world, who we are and who we are not, who we become and who we do not become, what gifts we express publicly and what gifts we don't express publicly, what we feel to share on our Facebook page and what we don't feel to share on our Facebook page for fear of judgment. This starts to move us into this deep feeling that I see in so many women that I work with so many women that I work with. And it's this fear of, fear of shining too brightly, fear of being too much to handle, fear of being judged, ostracized, and deep, deep, deep down, totally unconsciously, oftentimes unable to tap into this, deep fear of being killed for being you. Fear of being killed, being punished, being abused, being raped, being ostracized, your baby's being taken away for being you, for, be, for being you, for fully opening up to your gifts. Like if you were going to fully open up to your weirdness, right? Or whatever word, your woo-woo-ness, your weirdness, the shit that you know, but you don't know how you know it, your intuition, your your, all of those things, all of those, if fully, what do you think would happen to you? Just let's be totally honest and totally real. We're in a Scorpio season on a full moon, Mercury retrograde, like all of it's pointing in. So if we're ever going to see, now is a really good time to be able to see that. So just imagine you are fully shining in your like fully reclaimed medicine woman, fully reclaimed witchy gifts, fully reclaimed priestess, oracle, seer, knower, whatever word you want to use, fully reclaimed and you are fully out of the fucking closet. Fully out of the closet. It's no like washing it over. I'm going to a yoga retreat when you're drumming naked around a campfire, right? Like, oh, I'm at a yoga retreat meditating. I know that because I did that for a long time. A long time. I hid all of this. I hid all of this. I was 
training to become a meditation teacher because that was safe to say in the world. I was going on a yoga retreat. I was embodying Lilith, right? I was embodying Lilith, the energy of Lilith. I was raging, roaring, embodying Lilith, like looking at all sorts of amazing esoteric things that I didn't even know existed. And I'm telling people I'm on a yoga retreat. I don't care what we think, that affects our psyches. That affects us intensely. That splits us, splits us. We're, we're in a split that we're fighting. We're fighting and I don't care if we are not able to own this or see this like and we could just go, oh, it's okay that I'm not fully being me in all parts of my life. It is influencing us. It is affecting us in some way. It is affecting us in some way. It is. Now, I'm not saying that this means you go to Thanksgiving dinner and you pull out your fucking spell book and your crystal wand, right? Like that most likely does not serve, but it's about it being open to if that did serve, you would be able to do that. You would have worked past the fear that's sitting in your system, the past life residual stuff that's sitting in your system, the, the fear of judgment, the fear of being ostracized, the fear of losing love, the fear of losing your family, the fear of being kicked out of your family, the fear of losing your babies, the fear of death, the fear of hurting someone. This is another huge one, so you do the flip side of the coin. If I embody all of this, I will misuse my powers. If I embody all of this, I will, this is, this is a harder one to get to. This is a harder one to get to. And if you've gotten to this one or you're feeling it, kudos to you, sister or brother, like get in there because that is the flip side of the coin. And that is a really important part for all of us to look at when we start to reclaim magic. We start to reclaim our medicine man or a medicine woman, or we start to reclaim these esoteric gifts. We have to also look at the flip side and where we could be holding fear around if I embody all of me, if I step into all of me, I will misuse this. Because the last time I did this, I obliterated da-da-da, I hurt da-da-da, I twisted this into getting this, I operated from a very egoical place, I la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la, all kind of fill in the blank around that. Um, <sighs> There is so much here. There is going into these places is so valuable. It is so worthwhile going into, <laughs> we don't even know. We don't even know what it is that's holding us back. We don't even know. Many of us, depending on where we're at on our journey, don't even know why it is that we say we're meditating when we're, why we say we're going to yoga when we're doing something different or why we tone it down, dull it down, dim it down or why we are afraid to come out publicly or why we are afraid to share something on Facebook that is like our core belief. And I'm not saying that we need to share everything on Facebook, but, but it's having that capacity to follow our deepest truth, like our most authentic truth every moment, every moment, and that being unlocked so that those, those actions are available to us. I'm not saying any of them are right. Some of us, we lead very quiet hermetic lives, right? We lead very, is that the right word? I think I'm often like Hermes, it's not hermetic, I don't know. I'm hermit, hermit lives. <laughs> but 
so it's not to say that that this expression is what what's being asked but it's that we have the capacity to feel deeply into our deepest truth and feel into this expression is being asked and i have the capacity to follow to follow what is true for me to follow what is true for me fear does not stop me anymore fear does not stop. unconscious fear does not get in the way anymore that that door is available to me right so me coming here and talking this talk on youtube us moving out of our facebook group which was you know you had to push a button to join to get into our Facebook group. So at least I felt a little bit safer, right? A little bit safer. But me coming on and talking this on a YouTube channel publicly, you heard me talk about this at the start. I had to work through a whole ton of fears, unconscious fears, conscious fears. <laughs> I had to work through witch wounds. I had to work through savior wounds. I had to work through everyone's going to kill me if I do this. They're going to cut my babies out of my belly, right? They're going to all kinds of things that make no rational sense. No rational sense. Had I not worked through that, done what I had done, I would not be here today. Rewilding would not exist. These retreats that we run, these workshops that we run, these online events that we run, none of this would exist. None of it. And I can say that I, every day of my life is so me. It's so me. I don't ever feel like I work because it's just, this is what I'm here to do. This is who I am. This is how my soul wants to shine through this body, this being, this weird wiring, this psyche, this brain, this mind, this whatever. This, th it, it, and I never felt that way. Not even close until I worked through a good portion I'm not saying that I'm done. I'm sure I'll hit another level of fear the next time we have to do something that pushes out into the next thing, right? And I'll go, oh boy, the spiral, I'm back in it, like, okay. So maybe this one I'm gonna lose my family over, or this one I'm gonna be burnt at the stake for. Totally irrational, totally unconscious, totally un makes zero sense, right? This makes no sense to my science brain to my left brain, logical, Sabrina, everyday thinking brain. It is not rational, it is not logical, but I will tell you what, it will sabotage and it will block and it will prevent you from coming into your fullness. It will prevent you from opening up to all of your witchy gifts, your magic, your uh, all of that, all of that until we, we see it, until we see it, we shine a light on it, we honor it, we give reverence to it, we let it go. It reminds me of Clarissa Pinkola Essays. And there's a practice. If someone knows it, please leave a comment. I cannot think of the name of it, and I want to give due credit to this beautiful practice, but it's putting a cross, going back and marking the cross for every loss, right? Every loss. I can't remember what it is. So if anyone knows, like, please leave a comment. I would love to share it. But how that feels for this is, is it's that, it's that, but it's not just in this life. It's you, you just go back, right? And you feel it and you just, you just honor it, reverence, you mark it and you move on, right? But without like honoring it, 
marking it. We, we can't release it. We never even see it. We don't even know. Like I talk about sometimes like the, the, I think I use dragons in the basement, the monsters in the basement, the whatever, the reptiles. We can use Teresa of Avalos. Like the reptiles, the reptiles in the basement, right? We, we, like they will be pulling levers, right? We will be like little puppets on a string. And it's, it's the reptiles that are in the basement that we don't even know are there. And, and so it's okay, cool. Let me feel into this. And it, it um, ah, um, Yes, uh, Descansos. I think that's what it's called, Wendy. I think that's it. I think that, thank you. Um, yes, so marking, marking these, releasing them, honoring them, bringing them up to the light so that they're not hidden underneath the surface, just puppeteering us around like, no, you will not go step out into creating beautiful art and selling it online because it's too witchy and everyone will kill you, right? No, you will not put your hands on that person even though you are totally called to do that because they will think you're weird. Do not do that, right? And how often are we denying our love? Like if love wants to express itself through us in that way, love is just wanting to express itself through us in that way. That's it, that's it. And to have that available and open to us so that love can express itself through us in that way. And that's, that's what this whole big portion of what this work is about is it's giving us the capacity to allow love to express through us in a trillion different ways because we don't have fear blocking it. We don't have past life memories blocking. We don't have residual stuff. We don't have ancestral woundings blocking. We, whatever it is, whatever it is, like it's, it's that line is open, alive, and clear enough for love to express itself out of us in that way. Right, hands on healing, oracling, right? Maybe love wants to express itself through you in that way. It wants to, it's your gift to the world. Denying it to the world is denying us of your true soul's expression, your true love. And, and, and that's you denying your love <laughs> and your authentic soul expression. And so, this is just my invitation, women, to just, and men, to just feel into, like, where is love wanting to express through me? And just feeling into, like, medicine woman thread. You know, we talk about all six faces, and, you know, there's the mother, there's the lover, there's the dark goddess, there's mystic, there's all, you know, and we, we've got our big birthday sale. You know, you've seen all these six faces, and we've been talking about this for weeks now. But just today, just in this moment, just focusing on medicine, woman, witch. Just focusing there. When, how would love want to express itself through you in a medicine woman capacity, a midwife capacity, a blood mysteries capacity, a deeply connected to the earth and the seasons and the moon and the tides and the rhythms of the world kind of way. And we're, and, and we're not, that channel's not open yet or there's a whole lot of judgment that we have around it or there's a whole lot of fear of what will happen if we do that. And so just like now is an amazing, it is so lit up. It is so lit up. Uh, Malia just posted a, um, a link. So if you see Sabrina Lynn, I'm obviously not leaving comments. That's Malia. Um, Malia's amazing. I love the rewilding team. Um, so that's, that's a link to the six faces that I was just talking about. But The final piece that I want to do is 
just honoring those who've walked before us. You know, we stand on the shoulders of those who have walked before us. And so the keepers of the wisdom, the keepers of the mystery, the medicine men, the medicine women, the, you know, the, the, the ancestors, the just not even physically what they held for us, but energetically what they have like imprinted into the world. You know, we, we go through a mystery school and or we go into retreats and we go into things and they're literally these like, like boxes left for us. <laughs> like these energetic imprints that, that have just been stored. And now I know I sound like I'm all super crazy and whacked out and weird and I don't give a shit, right? I'm just trying to put words to how this feels, but it's like they've kept the mysteries. They've, they've, they've somehow gritted it into our psyches, gritted it into our world. And, and so just an honoring of the lives lost, the the sacrifices made to keep the mysteries, to, to keep the mysteries, the mysteries, to keep, to keep this wisdom alive, to keep this wisdom alive. And maybe you're one of those keepers. And so an honor to you, maybe your ancestors were those keepers and honoring to them, it, just an absolute honoring to, to those, to those keepers all those who are here presently and who've come before us and who will come, who will come in the future. Wow. <laughs> um, this has been an absolute honor to be here in circle with you all on this full moon on Beltane, Samhain. Um, yeah, if you want to do more rewilding, Today's a really great day to go into Medicine Woman. A really great day to go into Medicine Woman. Um, that takes you right into the witch wound. Takes you right into this territory. Takes you literally right into an experience of standing at the stake and being burned at the stake. I don't remember all six phases of workshops, but I remember the Medicine Woman very clearly and very strongly. Um, so that's on our website. That's an online workshop that you can do at any time. Um, and there's still the birthday sale going on. So it's 55% off for today. So we were celebrating our fifth birthday here in October. Um, so yeah, happy, happy birthday to our community. Happy birthday to rewilding. Um, yeah. Final note, for those of you who were on last week's live and we went into Persephone and we talked about the underworld and we talked about the dark and we talked about sacred sexuality in the dark, the darker flavors of Tantra, we talked about Hades-Persephone relationship. We are, this will sound funny, we are five-sevenths of the way through creating that retreat. So it poured through last week. Um, it's not public yet. I'm still in the process of creating it and then we'll hold a space for it. So that'll come out in probably a week or so. I think we'll have that finished. And it's such a wild time to have been filming it, <laughs> creating it um, in this energy. Uh, so for those of you, we got lots and lots of comments about that, lots of emails, lots of requests. And I love that. So I love our community and always invite you like leave comments on this YouTube. We'd love to hear anything that you feel to share around this. Thank you, Devaney, for happy birthday month. Um, would love to hear any shares that you feel around this. Would also love to invite us to share poems or words or just anything that relates to this topic in the comments below. So we can kind of create this beautiful list of like 
poetry or words. I don't think we can do images in YouTube comments, but um, for anyone who feels to share, please do. Also, we're having chats about all of this in our Facebook group, so that's free and that's open to our community. If you want to kind of jump in on the conversations and get inside scoops on what's going on, that's just search for Sabrina Lynn Rewilding and you'll see the group. Um, yeah, that's us. All right. Happy full moon, happy Samhain, happy Beltane, and I will see you, I think we're going to do a live next week. We haven't committed to November yet, but I feel like we're going to just keep rolling on with our every Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. So yeah, pretty sure we'll do that, <laughs> but stay tuned. Um, all right. I love you all so much and just thank you all for everything, for being a part of this and making this happen. We wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you all. So huge love. Mwah. <laughs>